Hey, welcome back, everybody. Time once again for another episode of WVU Marketing Communications Today. Brought to you by the good folks at West Virginia University. It's a show that sits squarely at the intersection of data-driven decision-making and modern marketing practices. Our uh, crossing guard who sits right at that intersection today is Karen Freeberg. Hey, Karen. Hi, how's it going? I think the new normal is going to be, produce something else. People are going to just say, are you okay? Or something. I don't know. We've got to mm-hmm. come up with something new. Right. The new normal has brought forth so many new changes and challenges, but I also feel, you know, some opportunities, which I'm really excited for our guest today on the podcast. And it's kind of like a cross between two different worlds and PR and social media. So uh-huh. I'm, I'm really happy to have Brandy on the podcast today to talk to us about going from in real life to URL, like online, and talk about the connected communications for college students. I love it. I, now you explained the IRL part. I was thinking to myself in today's show, I thought, IRL to URL. URL, I know. What's IRL? I live in the virtual world so much, I don't even recognize in the real world here anymore. My students keep me young. You know, I have to get all of the acronyms and everything. That's right. Well, Brandy, are you tuned into all these acronyms? I am. I love acronyms. Anyone who lives their life on Instagram or these days TikTok, yeah. and you miss IRL very much. Yeah, TikTok has had, because everyone's been quarantined, um, it is wildly popular. It's been around for a minute, but it's grown so quickly. Anything from cat videos to they're very popular for dance challenges. Yes, right. You can learn very quickly, and then you and your friends do a a dance challenge. Parents are in on it now. Teachers, even some of our nurses and heroes and doctors are on TikTok to just bring some smiles to faces. But... It is really, really popular. Well, thank you. Like, no, I absolutely agree. TikTok, that is actually one platform that my students live on. And that and we definitely <laughs> were kind of exploring that and doing research. And I, I'm just really thrilled to have you on the show, Brandy. I feel that we've been connected for a long time on social, but this is actually the first yes. time we're actually talking <laughs> on a podcast. So it's definitely an amazing moment. And so when the things get back to normal, we'll definitely have to meet up soon in person. Absolutely. I'm such a fangirl. I hope I don't like fangirl too hard. Like you said, we've been connected on social, everything that you've been doing from South by Southwest, the educators piece to going to con to your book, to your classes, Twitter chats. Like I literally Karen, I follow everything that you do. Well, you have definitely a fan club, Brandy, amongst professors. Like, everyone's like, we heard Brandy talk. We heard, you know, Brandy (laughs) speak to our students. And I'm sitting here, I'm like glued. I'm like, do I need to make team Brandy branding? You know, like, (laughs) do we need to have a hashtag, a t-shirt? So I'm just honored to be able to interview you about this really important topic. As you mentioned, we have International Mm -hmm. Nurses Week. We have Teacher Appreciation Week. But we also have a big thing coming up in a lot of campuses, uh, graduation. And graduating seniors in communications and marketing are facing definitely probably one of the toughest job markets that we've seen because of COVID-19. And Mm -hmm. with nearly 4 million students coming out to graduate this year, there's a lot of uncertainty. The world's in crisis. And so I really am very glad that we have a chance to talk about this important issue because I know that our audiences here on the podcast are going to be really tuned in to hear Mm -hmm. your thoughts, your perspectives on what is going to be the new norm for these students entering the PR, communications, and social media field. Yes, I am extremely passionate about, it's funny that you mentioned about teachers, right before 
the kind of onset of COVID-19, I had spoken at four colleges in February, and I'm extremely passionate about empowering and inspiring college students, particular, obviously, PR students, but if they major in marketing, anybody who is a kind of interest in digital and social media, obviously, it, it really is important to me because this is my, my job. And I remember when I was in college and I was studying PR and I got into digital and my dad was like, wait, you want to get a job where you're on Facebook? Like, that's like an actual thing. And I was like, yeah, dad, and I can make like lots of money. And he wasn't convinced when I got hired, then he was really convinced. But if you just kind of fast forward the evolution of what's happened, yeah, like a YouTube personality is a career. And so I feel like, well, if I can just share nuggets of wisdom with students that was shared with me when I was a student, I want them to succeed. I am their biggest cheerleader. I, cause listen, I can't have world domination alone. I need the best and the brightest help me with my world domination and so if i don't if i'm not out here cheering for them and again inspiring them well then who so i love Mm -hmm. love 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 speaking to college students and i just i see everything that's going on and so i thought well i really want to offer just any insight i can i'm not nostradamus and i don't have a crystal ball but i like to consider myself a little mixture of dr phil wendy williams before her husband left her to have a baby with another woman and deepak chopra that is amazing. No, I, I just really appreciate your advocacy and enthusiasm for helping the future generation. And I feel like we've kind of aligned so much on that. And I think mm-hmm. more than ever, students need that assistance. They need leaders like you to really help them move forward in this new world that we're facing with. But one of the things I wanted to ask you, Brandy, was you have this method called the AEIOU method. Could you explain uh, that method to our audiences? Absolutely. So, Right now, with what's happening in the world, I've heard from not only my leaders and people that I work with, but I've heard from a lot of other people and reading and various things, like now is the time to go back to basics, right? Let's go back to basics. We're all kind of sheltered in place. No one's going anywhere. We have to like actually sit down at the dinner table and have dinner because you can't go out. Various things. So I hear back to basics. And if we go back to preschool, kindergarten, when you start learning your vowels, right, A-E-I-O-U, when we're either learning to write cursive or what have you, that's the first thing that we learn. So I thought, all right, so we're getting back to basics. How can I take this and make this into something that would be digestible for today's college students with what they are facing, whether you're about to graduate, whether you're a junior, wherever you are in your college career, I thought, okay, this method would be good going back to basics, learning your vowels, A-E-I-O-U. So the A um, in my method for what's happening right now is for anxiety. And this is perfectly normal. I can tell you for me as a professional, I'm on a roller coaster every single day. Every single day is a different emotion. Some days I'm really hopeful and I'm like, yeah, today's a good day. The weather's great. It's wonderful. And then the next day I'm like, oh my gosh, can I smell? Do I smell something? Did I lose my sense of smell? Do I have coronavirus? Oh my goodness. Do I have blurred vision? Oh wait, no, that's my contacts just aren't in. Where are my glasses? Oh my God. Like literally from the moment I wake up to before I can even get out of the bed, the anxiety sets in and I am just, oh my goodness. With the severity of everything that's happening, it's okay. It, that's okay for me. Now, then when my logical mind sets in, I realize, no, I don't have coronavirus. Your contact you took out, your glasses are right next to you. Like, I, I get a hold of myself. But 
the anxiety that I go through, and again, it varies from day to day, it is okay. No one has a pandemic playbook that says, well, when you wake up on day 57 of a global pandemic, this is what you should be doing. Nobody has that. So if anxiety sets in, okay, that's okay. I don't want students to think, oh, my goodness, something's wrong with me, or why am I having these thoughts, or what's happening? No, we're all having these thoughts. So anxiety, okay, great. E, empathy. But I I need to make empathy very clear. I've seen a lot of brands. I've seen a lot of companies. I've seen a lot of people say, we must be empathetic. It's really time to be Mm -hmm. kind to each other, and we really need to support each other. But I want students to know you need to have empathy for yourself. Self-care and being empathetic to you is what is most important. Now, I'm not saying empathy for others. Of course, we don't want people to be mean or anything in times of crisis. But self-care and being empathetic towards yourself and saying, you know what? I did this. I've completed the course. I've completed my studies. I've completed the exams. I did this. And I need to stop being so hard on myself, give myself a pat on the back and say, good job. Good job. Now, how can I take care of me better to prepare me for what I have to go through next? What students sometimes forget is, you did it. You complete. You did it. However you had to, however many sleepless Red Bull-infused mm-hmm. nights you had, great. You did it. But you need to really give yourself some empathy and some self-care to say, you know what? I accomplished that, and I, I, I feel good about that. So empathy for themselves. And then we get to the I. And I like to say the I is not like I, you know, there's no I in team, the I, me. But really the I like the intelligence. Not the intelligence that you have. Of course, they're all college students. You you obviously completed something. You are intelligent. But intelligence around what's happening around you. So looking at all of the information overload that we're on, but picking out little kind of data points, whether it's the numbers with various industries who are suffering right now that you hear a drop, 30% drop, 80% drop. And you say to yourself, what does that data mean if I want a job or if I was thinking about a potential job in this area of PR or marketing? What does that mean? And getting these little nuggets of intelligence, and intelligence, I mean data points, right? And how you're going to take that intelligence and action it to, again, prepare yourself for what's next. But if you're out here making decisions just based on emotions, and I've already told you your emotions, at least mine do, change every day, that's not how we want to make a decision. We want to make a decision with data. So we need to get these little intelligence points, right? So that's the I. The O, opportunity. I know it seems so doom and gloom if you watch any news program. Literally, one morning I watched the Today Show, and they were showing scenes of New York, and I was just, like, crying. I think I started crying when I saw a makeshift hospital in Central Park. And Central Park is such an iconic place and such a classic, fun place in New York. And seeing these tents in the hospital, I just, like, I broke down. I lost it. But with all the doom and gloom, with all the things that we're seeing, there is so much opportunity. There are so many things that are emerging. And you said it earlier, Karen, about the new normal or the new abnormal, if you will, because I don't think anything will be normal ever again. But what's going to emerge and how can... The four years that you have put in, how can that 
work towards these opportunities that may not exist right now. But I promise you, as we are coming out of this, if we ever come out of this, but as we're coming out, opportunities and places you didn't even imagine are going to be ripe for the taking. So you need to be ready when those opportunities present themselves. And then finally, the you. The you is uniqueness. Um, Maya Angelou once had a quote. She said, I believe that everyone is born with a talent. And I agree with her. I believe everybody is born with a talent. Whether you can name all the contestants on every single episode and season of The Bachelor, that's a talent. If you can tie your shoelaces to make them look like butterflies every single time, that's a talent. Everybody, every single college student has some type of talent, and that's what makes them uniquely them. They say about snowflakes. There's no one snowflake that's the same. That's the same with college students. You all have different experiences. You have different backgrounds. You have different interests. You have different hobbies. You have different viewpoints, your uniqueness and what makes you inherently you, that's your greatest strength. And I want students to remember that and not lose sight of that because the world around them no longer makes sense. So that's my AEIOU method. I absolutely love it. I feel like that is definitely something that should be like a must have method in not just sharing with students today as they're venturing out of the workplace, but this should be basically kind of a new added component that we should all have as part of our classes. And so thank you so much, Brandy, for sharing this. And I absolutely love this approach and kind of addressing you kind of, again, the new challenges, reassuring students on kind of what they've been able to accomplish so far. I just feel like this is a very brilliant approach. And thank you so much for sharing that with us. And so before we take a break, one question I have for you, you know, in light of, you know, the AIOU method and kind of addressing the new norm, like what are some new, like new ways you've you've been seeing people work in PR and social media from your perspective, as well as networking? What are some new ways that we have all approached this, both from a student perspective, a professional perspective that you've seen so far in light of what's going on with COVID-19? Yeah, well, I think because of what we're experiencing, it's forced us to work differently, right? First of all, we're all working from home, right? Everybody's like at home because you can't go anywhere. So I am not a fan of working from home because for me, home is like my sanctuary and where I relax. And now I'm working from my mother's home. So that's like layers of complexity because I haven't lived at home since high school. So it's like, I'm an adult and I have a bedtime. Okay. But The new ways of working, we are so reliant on technology now because, again, we've gone from in real life to the URL, right? And just how we work, how we consume our work, how we pump out our work, how we have to get a task done, making sure the Internet, I've heard so many horror stories about the Internet broadband connection. That was one of the first things I did when I got to my mom's house. I said, Mom, your Internet's too slow. If I'm going to be working at the pace I need to work at, I need to get you the highest Internet and she agreed, but she was like, and who's paying for this? I said, I will, as the dominant functioning adult, I will pay for this. But you have to think about, you know, internet speeds. You have to think about the type of computer that you have. You have to think about, am I going to be with members of my team, whether that's in a, a college, a student group or a project group or your colleagues? Everything that we do now is just a different way of working. And if you think about networking, I've heard from so many students that they would get really nervous at say like PR conference or just like walking up to a professional and just like talk like, hi, I'm Karen. And this is what 
a lot of students are like, I don't want to come across as like a creeper and just walk up to like a mm-hmm. strange person and start talking to them. So networking was not really something, at least from the students that I've encountered, they just don't feel comfortable. Well, guess what? Now that we have moved onto the computer, you know how easy it is to ask someone if you want to do a virtual coffee break with me and you get a cup of coffee and I get a cup of coffee takes away that the intimidation if you're just behind the keyboard and we're both having coffee and we have a 15 minute chat that shouldn't be that difficult and I've seen a lot Mm -hmm. of these virtual coffee breaks I started right after I got to my mom's house for St. Patrick's Day I would normally celebrate that in New York at a pub and do all kinds of very fun things so I did a virtual happy hour before they became all of the rage. And so now everybody's doing virtual happy hours. But I also do mindfulness sessions. So I do mindful meditations on Monday. I take a Zumba class. All of these things, you can network this way virtually around anything. Because guess what? Where's everybody going? We're all at home. Nobody's going <laughs> That anywhere. is true. So, so if you want to I, network, I can't say, oh, Karen, sweetie, I can't talk to you right now. Um, I have a really big thing. A really big thing what? In the kitchen? That's called dinner. <laughs> I'll talk to you afterwards. So it takes away that level of intimidation. And again, the way mm-hmm. that we're working and what we have to do, I think it makes networking a no-brainer. So students should be out here really looking at the people who you do want to talk to and offer to, oh, you do a Zumba class? Maybe I should come to the Zumba class. Oh, your sorority's doing club, like a club night? Great. I want to do that. For me, I think it's a really good way for students, again, to prepare yourself for what's next once we get through where we are right now. Yes, absolutely. And with Brandy, you and I will definitely will have to do a virtual coffee chat soon. But oh, yeah. uh, let's overdue. take long over. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Um, Well, let's take a short break and then we'll come back to Brandy and hear more of her expertise on how to prepare for the new normal for communication and PR students. Okay, we're going to take a breath and remind you that, like Brandy, there's a lot of things online these days. One of them is WVU's Integrate Conference. Yep, we've moved it online. Marketing communications experts from around the country and a variety of industries are going to explore what to say and do during this unprecedented global pandemic. Lots of great ideas like those today. You can view the schedule and more and tune in to the live virtual sessions at integrate.wvu.edu. And once you go there, check out West Virginia University's new digital marketing communications master's degree program. It's fully online as well and can be completed in a year. With built-in certifications from platforms like Google and Facebook, the program gives you both the strategy and the skills you need to reach audiences today on existing and emerging media like TikTok and all these other ones. Learn more at marketingcommunications.wvu.edu. That's marketingcommunications.wvu for West Virginia University.edu. All right, before we bring Brandy back in, I want to bottle what she's got here. You know, we're all worried about catching something. Uh, the contagion is out there. She has contagious enthusiasm, and I want to know how to bottle this. That would be amazing. I, I definitely would love that, too. So, um, Brandy, if you are willing to share your insights and, you know, secrets on your enthusiasm, I'm, I, I would love to hear it. You know, I would know that our audiences would as well. <laughs> 
I wish I had like formula or like a bio like I give you like a like a biology equation or what have you. This is me all the time. I'm like always on twelve. I try to like come down to like a solid like eight. It's just really difficult for me. I affectionately call myself the Beyonce of the business world, even though I know Beyonce is the Beyonce of the business world. I still feel like I have that alter ego. This is me. But at the same time, I am authentically 100% Brandy. And literally, this is all the time. You could wake me up at two in the morning. Literally, I could be like a deep sleep. You wake me up and I'm like, hey, what's up? What's going on? Where are we going? What we're doing? Like, let's get this part. Like, I literally, this is just me all the time. So genetics, maybe if you want to talk to my mom about it, (laughs) she can tell you. But that is amazing. What I like about what you do too, Brandy, is that talking to you and then seeing what you're doing on social and, you know, just you're, as you said, you're basically consistent across all channels. And so I think that really speaks volume, you know, to who you are as a professional, as a person, as just, I'm just really, again, a fan myself. And (laughs) one of the things like to kind of piggyback what we talked about earlier, we talked a lot about kind of your A-E-I-O-U, I I need more coffee, you know, so I might need to have a virtual (laughs) coffee method. Uh, You talked a little bit about preparing new ways of working and and networking. But one thing, especially for college graduates that might want to hear a little bit about are kind of these new marketable skills. Like what are some skills from experiencing online classes or online networking that you see that students need to really kind of put at the forefront when they're applying for jobs and internships? Going back to just kind of what I said about this, you know, now that we're relying on technology. So one is definitely digital skills because we have moved to online to the URL, right? The URL life, if you will, that Mm -hmm. is lockdown life. You have to have digital skills because guess what? companies and organizations that were maybe like good at digital before or like okay at digital before thanks to the pandemic they have to be great at digital they have to be exceptional at digital because guess what that's the new future digital so students graduates even those who are still in college if you're not graduating even for professionals right digital is all companies will be digital companies we are seeing it we've seen it over the last eight weeks We're going to see it for the remainder of 2020. Do you think by next week, everyone's going to run out and jump on a plane or everyone's going to rush to go to a hotel or people are going to be like, oh, my gosh, I really wish Coachella was this weekend so I can be surrounded by 20,000 people. Nobody's nobody's running out to go do that. It's going to take it like a slow, gradual burn. So you have to have digital skills. That includes like getting as many certifications as you can, especially the ones that don't cost any money. Most of them. Mm Google Analytics, you can pay a nominal fee, but they also have a Google Analytics course you can take for free that doesn't cost anything. Twitter Flight School doesn't cost anything. Facebook Blueprint doesn't cost anything. These digital skills so that you really can, like, hone your craft because, again, all organizations are moving to digital, digital, not even digital first, digital only, because Mm -hmm. this pandemic has forced us. So digital skills, one. Two, adaptability. If this has taught us nothing, it has taught us, you know how many people and how many companies and all over the world, this is not a U.S. statement, had to shift and bring all their employees online within a matter of days. Days, not weeks, days. To take your entire workforce, whether you have a workforce of 10 people or whether you have a workforce of 10,000 people, you had to bring all those people online. Did you have the infrastructure to do it? Did you have the right team in place to do it? Did you all these things and still conduct business, still serve your clients, still 
who was ready, right? Was the mm-hmm. IRS ready for tax season to not be April 15th? And you have to think about. So adaptability for students, again, that's why I, I cannot stress enough. I don't want students to stay in their heads and self-doubt and second-guess and start all go down the rabbit hole of, oh, I failed. This is so awful. This is so terrible. I don't care what your friends are telling you. I don't care what your family members are Mm -hmm. telling you. You've got to stay true to yourself. You have to adapt. We've all had to adapt. We've all had to change. If you're one of these students, and I don't see a lot of them, but listen, there are some of them. But if you're one of these students, like, you know what? I've always done it this way. I'm not changing up. Well, I have a rude awakening for you. That is not how it is in the work world. That is certainly not how it is today. Adaptability. You have got to be adaptable. And then the third skill I would say, that which is really important, I've heard others say this, so this is not Brandy Boatner specific. Listen, my vowel method, the AEIOU method, that is Brandy specific. And please, just everyone credit Brandy Boatner for that. But this is not a Brandy Boatner specific. But you have to know the language of business. Just like I said, with the eye, with the intelligence, with you kind of looking at various data points and how you can use those, that data point into what you're trying to do and go to the next level of your journey um, for your career. The same thing is you have to speak the language of business. If I watch mm-hmm. CBC, if I'm watching any of the, I'm reading the journal every day, what people are talking about aside, yeah, of course, we're all talking about the coronavirus and COVID-19. But the business implications, right, the revenue, what it means for industry, all of these impacts, you have got to know the language of business. Because if you want to enter the work world, and especially for PR practitioners, we have to be able to communicate the language of business because that's how our stakeholders and the audiences we serve, that's what they understand. So if if we're not good at communicating that, well, am I offering the best PR counsel if I can't even see the language of business? Probably not. Those would be the three skills I think they're so critical and so important right now at this time. If they can hone those three things, digital adaptability and the the language of business, you're set. That is tremendous. And what a great way to kind of get everything together for this podcast. But, you know, before we go, Brandy, first of all, thank you so much for being our amazing guest, dropping so much knowledge and enthusiasm. But what are ways in which our audience could follow with you or connect with you online? Absolutely. I tell so many students, I am not one of these professionals that's like, oh my gosh, Karen, let's get my assistant. And and look, there's nothing wrong with those who do have assistants and who have people to schedule things for you. That's great. I'm not one of those people. So I am very Googleable. I am very easy to access, right? I You can find me on Twitter at ThinkBluePR. Not my name. It's at ThinkBluePR, all one word. You can find me. Please connect with me on LinkedIn. It's just my name, Brandy Boatner, with an I, not a Y. You can also follow me on Instagram. I live on Instagram, kind of like the personal side. I do keep, you know, I did this professional. I don't have anything crazy, but you will see a lot of pictures of rosé and food. Margarita's here lately because Margarita Monday. My mom and I have Margarita Mondays. And just really email. You can send me an email at brandy.boatner at gmail.com. I check it pretty regularly, but I want to hear from people. I've been thinking about how I can kind of take all of this energy that I have and offer something up to college students. I'm still figuring this out. So when this podcast, I had the opportunity here, I was so grateful to West Virginia University. Thank you so much, Karen. I'm still very, very excited that I got to spend this time with you because you are one of my, you're one of my faves. 
Oh, well, thank you so much, Brandy. And yeah, we'll definitely, I will be sending you an email to schedule that virtual <laughs> coffee session. So thank you so much for spending our time this afternoon, sharing your wisdom, enthusiasm, and knowledge. And I'm sure that you're going to get a lot of requests and a lot more fans your way. So thank you so much, Brandy. Everyone, please stay safe and healthy. You've been listening to WVU Marketing Communications Today, brought to you live from West Virginia University weekly program that sits at the intersection of data-driven decision-making and marketing practice, only on the Funnel Radio Network, for at-work listeners like you.